Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. Yay. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Todd expanded the soundboard. That's awesome. No, it's always (laughs) been been there before. Oh, okay. The air horn button was just hidden underneath uh, some (laughs) dust. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. It's always been there. Got you. Mm -hmm. Got you. Um, my my soundboard list is like two hundred things long. Two hundred, so yeah. Oh my god! It's surprising we only... considering we hear the same three every week. <laughs> That's what I'm but saying. I only yeah, have like is... I only have like five about beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, what Q, Q was saying about the, we have like ten gong noises. <laughs> there there is <laughs> gong there one two three gong four noises. and five. There are too many. Yeah, there's a lot of gongs. A lot of gongs. Pete, Pete 1 through Pete 5. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jordan, take it away. Take it away. All right, short app. Short app this week. <laughs> wow. We're doing all an hour of handles this week. Okay, Chris, you start us off. No. It's my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use the same all... one over and over again. He's about to wake up. Honey, you won't believe the dream I just had. I had to do handles for an hour. It was terrible. And I couldn't think of a single one. I just talked about me and and the Bulbasaur on the wall. Yeah, I was in a a state where all I could, I just kept forgetting exactly what I just said. Oh, man. It's so funny. I, I so it's funny now. I get now because uh, of some of the crossover between my stream and uh, the podcast listeners. Um, people are in my chat. Be like, "Are you gonna go put over the Bulbasaur again?" And I'm like, "Shut up! <laughs> get out of here!" Fantastic. Listen, crossover people. We need you to give Chris more shit every day. I think you gotta come up with one of those Twitch commands where you do like exclamation point like handle suggestion where people can recommend Ooh, handles for you. That is a good idea, actually. That is a good idea. I have to do that, huh? Think about exclamation that. point movie recommendations so you can actually watch movies that were made in the last decade. I, I need, I need, I need to make a command where. Where they use exclamation point movie recommendation and then it plays the entire movie on stream, so I have to sit there and watch it. Breaking news: Tud's got ghosts. No, <laughs> we're gonna break this live on the podcast in our favorite se- hit segment. Um, weather is different different places. It just started monsooning. Here. <laughs> oh, oh, like, okay. Complete downpour. Like the loudest the loudest rain I think I've heard in this house. I'm not sure mm. if I won't be like floating down the road in like ten minutes, but. Chris, I think you said you had a story, so... Um, well... I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a good story. It was just a, a funny... I'm a funny. St- starting to realize why Tad was only using the same five sound effects. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, the beer I have today... Uh, yes. Oh, we're drinking beer now. We're drinking beer. I guess. Well, the story pertains to the beer, so I Listen, think it's, it's. I did it's, the magic bubble transition noise. It's time to move out. Okay, that's, that's what it says. Yeah. Um, so I, I had this. I had a bomber right that I wanted to drink because, as we know, trying to drink through my backlog, and this one's a, this one's a backlog. Um, so I had this bomber, and uh, I went to stream 
at uh, six o'clock and it's like five fifty. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't put my bomber in the fridge. So I was like, ah, oh, well, I'll put it in the freezer for like 30 minutes. That never you goes know? wrong. Never goes wrong ever. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it in the freezer for like 30 minutes and then I'll, I'll transition it to the fridge. I'm streaming. Alarm goes off. Oh, echo. Stop. Uh, whatever. And, uh, forget all about it. <laughs> forget all about it. Uh, so I'm in the stream, uh, you know, doing, doing what we're doing. Then all of a sudden, I don't know why it dawned on my brain. I was like, Oh no, I gotta go do something real quick. I'll be right back. And I had to run across and put it in there. So it was probably in there for about an hour versus 30 minutes, which is what I was hoping for. But, um, that being said, I do have a bomber of a very old, it's a very old bomber. Um, for me uh let me see can i find a brew date or a can date or something well hang on so is it safe to say it didn't freeze it did not freeze it did not yeah freeze. i was like i was like you're leaving us hanging here like yeah oh okay. <laughs> the, sorry the, you have to complete the culmination of the story yeah it and did now not it's f- perfect temperature and, and chris lived happily ever after everybody the, was fine the end the end yeah no it did not freeze um but uh it was still uh <laughs> Oh man, it was just—it was just funny. I had to get up and run over across the room. I was like, "No!" Uh, but this is—I um, don't—it doesn't have a date, uh, which is sad because I know it's older. I bought this when I still lived in Connecticut, so we're talking at least—at least three and a half years, I guess, or three year, four years, at least four years. Has it been that long? Wow! Um, and it's from uh, an amazing brewery, Trillium Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, and it is Day and Night, which is a blonde barley wine style ale with cold brew coffee. So, um, wow, what a combination! I know, right? You know what? Uh, I I think I have one of these. I think we were together when we bought this. Um, I think so I, too. I bought this at the what's that package store that's up there? The um, Yankee Yankee Spirits in Massachusetts. Yes, we yes. bought it. So we bought it the day after we went and sat out in front of Treehouse. For out, it was like I think it was like President's Day or like Memorial, some some cold Dentist holiday. Day, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we went but, to Wormtown uh, afterwards too. Yeah. Okay. So this was that. Okay. So that's when. It, see, I went to Wormtown. I remember. <laughs> um, I knew I did. Uh, so yeah. Um, I, it's been sitting in my uh, closet, I guess, for four and a half, five years, maybe. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I decided to bring it to the podcast. I love barley wines. It is a ten percenter. And it is a bomber, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a big big night for Beer Dad. So uh, let's see how let's see how it goes. Hopefully, it doesn't like when I pop it, it, it it freezes instantaneously or whatever, you know. Well, also exploding. Yeah, at the same time, it's oh oh no! Now I made myself nervous. Now okay. Well, I wish I wish that we work. could have Tud do this at the same time. That'd be cool. If I was uh, given if I was given some heads up, I would have would have probably done the same thing that Chris did. <laughs> Well, I mean, well now, now, now we can do a patron follow-up uh, at some point. I'm enjoying the smell right now, uh, just straight from the bottle. The smell is very nice. Does it smell like coffee? It does. It does have a nice coffee uh, smell to it. Pours very nice. It looks dark because my lighting's a little dark. It's like a, it's like an amber color. It is clear. What well, is a blonde base, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a blonde barley wine. So that explains the the, the see throughness. Yeah, yeah. Technical term. There are some there's some floaties in there, but uh, you know, being uh, so many years old, I I'm not surprised. And 
I mean, it does smell very good. Um, I'm very excited because we, we know I like barley wines, but it's got that typical barley wine smell to it with like a nice layer of coffee. Uh, smells really good. Um, doesn't smell too strong. I know it says 10%, but doesn't. I don't get a lot of smell in the alcohol. alcohol. The head's already pretty much gone, so minus two points for that. But um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. So let's let's see how this uh, four and a half, five year old beer holds up. It's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. What was that? I think it was Chris stepping on the bottle and crushing it. Was, it was a beer can crush sound. Wow. So this is a little bit dangerous. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, it has aged extremely well. Um, and I don't know if you're supposed to age these kind of beers. I did. Uh, <laughs> why, but, why not? Does it say don't age on the, the bottle? I think the it, barley wine, you're, you're, you're good. Pretty safe, yeah. Um, like it starts off with like um your nice barley wine style tastes like um but it doesn't hold it doesn't hold it the whole way through as I know a lot of bar- barley wines especially on like the back end they get really really sharp and you get a lot of the alcohol um that's where boom coffee comes in the coffee oh. comes in and uh it does uh you know you get some bitterness from the coffee but it basically cuts through that that finish uh, like completely uh I get no alcohol on this none like nothing <laughs> um it's really really good uh i'm a i'm a pretty big fan right now um let me say yeah um i got a little bit more of the the alcoholic tinge on the back that that sip it was probably my third or fourth sip um but still it's not too crazy for 10 percent, you don't get a ton um i do get a lot of i do get a lot of coffee and it actually um the after not after taste so much but the aftermath i guess it, it, it's leaving a little bit of dryness in my mouth, which is a little bit of a turnoff, but it's 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 nothing too crazy. That um, just means you can keep drinking it because it yeah. keeps making you thirsty. Right? Yeah. It's like you oh, got I'm 22 parched. ounces to go. So I'm, yeah, I'm parched. Know? I got I got to keep going. Uh, for someone who likes barley wines, I don't really know how to explain them too well. Uh, outside of saying they're barley wine tasting, I don't know. I, I guess I, I I don't know how to like exactly uh, the right terminology. I guess. You know, I can't just say orange or whatever, um, but you know, it tastes like barley. It's a very barley e beer. I mean, it's it's really good. I mean, they did a really really good job. I'm not surprised. Trillium is trillium, but like, it's very good. It's very good. Um, yeah. Um, I wonder how it would have been fresh. Too late for that now. But uh, it's 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 very very good. Um, shoot, this is the beer I should have brought last week when y'all had four and a half bangers. I'm gonna give this one a pretty strong four and a half. Like I'm. I, I, I like barley wines. It's kind of made for me, I think. The coffee flavor is nice. Um, nice roasty coffee flavor um, that cuts out some of that, that alcohol bitterness at, or alcohol bite at the end. But you do get some bitterness from the coffee. Um, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So well done. Well done, Trillium, as always. It's been a long time since I've had a Trillium beer, too. I think I just I missed it a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I miss that place, too. It's so good. It is it's so good? I I too also miss it, and I have I've been to Boston recently and still have not like gone. I feel like that's a yeah. me. I feel like that's a me problem. <laughs> it is. I think so. You're I mean, it's not a, it's no not sympathy. a me problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't don't worry, guys. It's not a you problem. I think it's a me problem. Yeah. 
Well, it's like it's like we talk about all the time. I live ninety minutes, not even from Asheville, and I haven't been in years. So <laughs> that's true. That's you a live COVID closer to problem. A- you live closer to Asheville than I live to Boston. Mm-hmm. Got to go back. Got to go back. It's got to happen. Anyways, well, um, I I before we do the review, I got to ask, how is the uh, clearing out the beer fridge coming? Like or the the backlog, the the closet, the 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 beer cellar. <laughs> It's going pretty good. Um, there's still quite a few in there. So I still have some uh, like old school, uh, like some of the OG Fox Farm releases and um, some Stubborn Beauty releases, uh, a few other things that I have in there that's been that they've been in there for like probably like anywhere from like three to five years, it seems. Um, so, I mean, we're getting there. I still have some more to go. Um and whatever I've amassed recently is kind of, I have like the new beer is over here behind me. And then the stuff that's probably over a year old is in, in the, the beer, the beer cellar. So, but it, it's going pretty well. And honestly, it's been, it's been a really nice experience, like going through and like, I, I, I'm, I'm using them on the podcast. So I feel, I feel good about that. That's, I'm, I'm trying to convince myself that the podcast is, is, is a special occasion and they're perfect for these beers. So hey, I dr- I drank a sixty five dollar bottle of beer last week. So that is very true. That is very true. Yeah. Well, with with the way uh, um, this thing probably this thing's probably worth a thousand dollars now. Probably. Good thing I still uh, have one unopened. Oh no! <laughs> Factory sealed, unlike Chris's. Yeah. Oh dang! I'm just gonna sell part of the bottle. Anybody want? If anybody wants this. 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> wow the steep drop off there once you open yeah what once you drink like those toys that you take out of the package uh-huh. i'll even pour the one i'll even pour my my glass back in so you get a little bit of backwash so six, 60 bucks <laughs> Chris DNA in there. uh but no it is very good and uh i'm excited to tr- i have a few other ones i'm excited to try i'm just waiting for more even bigger occasions bigger podcast occasions to happen so all right so uh you gave it a strong four and a half yes yes i did what do you think uh, actually i'm surprised at the number of check-ins here um 10,286 wow i am also surprised by the number of check-ins um were you expecting more or less i was expecting less i was expecting less I thought it was going to well, be maybe, I mean, I guess it, it, a long time ago, I'm sure they made a lot of it. Or it might be a release that they do often. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm assuming this is one yeah. that's a regular regular from them. Um, Dang. <sighs> I can see this beer being polarizing. Uh, I enjoy it. I'm built to like barley wines. Um, but it is Trillium, which does play into the hot pipe thing. Barley wines are tough. They're tough to, to grade, even even one trillion it makes them. Now that being said, I don't think I've seen like any trillion beers less than a four. Like I don't I don't know if it's ever happened. It maybe it's probably this one. This probably it blink twice if it is. Um, I'm gonna go with what my what my oh my gut. I'm gonna say it's a four point one four. Solid guess. It is a four point one four. Perfect. Nice. Uh, yep, yep, got it. Perfect. Four point oh eight. Ah, damn it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'm 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 okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm glad I didn't go 4.26 like I was thinking originally. But <laughs> that's the thing. That's the power of uh, the power of Trillium right there. This is a polarizing beer. If 
Joe Schmo's beer shop released this beer, it would be a 3.87. Listen, why you got to knock on Joe, Sh- I know, Joe Schmo's on. beer shop? Joe's just trying to make a living selling some Listen, beer. Listen, I would like it. <laughs> I would enjoy it. He's just Joe Joe Schmoin and beer shopping around, and Chris is <laughs> shitting on his product over here. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so sorry. I want to issue a, pu- a public apology to Joe Schmo's beer shop. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good deduction, though. The, the the factors between Trillium and Barley Wine yeah, kind of cancel each other out there. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. Uh, you know what? I'm happy. 0.06, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, the door is left ajar, I would say. Not quite swung all the way open. But. Hopefully I come right in and slam it shut. Well, let's hope you don't and you leave that door open. Todd, you're For up. me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> and neither does over two. <laughs> it's just a door that three guys can't close. It's right. Over, I, I say this week. Over, I think we should tie this week. Okay. We each get a tally mark and Chris gets none. So my beer this week, I was inspired by Chris's beer choice. Oh, snap. Oh, so that's why you were gone for so long. You had to dig it out of the cellar. <laughs> so so this is a little bit different. But it is a barley wine. Okay. But it's also a stout. A stoutly wine. It's a stout barley wine with marshmallow, vanilla, Oreo, and blueberry. That's not a barley wine. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a... What is that? <laughs> it is called Forgetfulness and Oblivion. It is brewed by you know my friends over at Barreled Souls... In, oh, collab- nice. in collaboration with some brewery that... I was going to say, that sounds like a Stargazer deal where they just like throw the kitchen sink in. I don't know. It doesn't say... It really doesn't say who they brewed it with. It shows their logo, and it's a little like Reaper Man on a boat. Death Canoe. The Ferryman. Unless it's like somebody who provided one of the ingredients, but I don't, I don't think so. All right. Well, anyways, uh, it's an 11.3% ABV beer. It was bottled on August 3rd, 2021, so the day before my birthday. And it's bottle number 694 out of 1,500. Oh, wow. Okay. The the bottle art is two cups with faces on them where their brains are spilling out saying forgetfulness and oblivion. Wow. That's pretty cool. Neat. Can't really. Yeah. So, um, I'm assuming it's going to be good. It's Barreled Souls. (laughs) <laughs> They've never done a bad beer in their life, I don't think. But I do know that I think this is the only one that I have. I think there were only you were only allowed to buy one per person, which in the case of a lot of their beers, it's always like as a as a barrel club member, it's very rarely do I get to buy more than one or two of each type of beer. Wow, so a very exclusive club. It is, and you know, at times I wonder if it's worth it. And then there are times like this where I get to read this bottle and I'm like, I don't even remember buying this one. <laughs> um, but I'm like, but that's a really cool mixture. And I'm sure when I bought it, I was like, th- I thought the same thing. Seems like a lot of shit going on in this beer. I have to get it. And, right. You know, it may, it's not like Maine's close um, at all. Yeah. I would love to go one day. We should we should DAWF podcast trip to Barreled Souls. That would be we so should. awesome. We should. Oh, There's so tons good. of other breweries to go to too. We could stay in Portland and brewery hop and start the day at Barreled Souls and get back. So we got, yeah, yeah. We got we got we got a couple. We got a couple cities. We got Denver. We got Asheville. We got uh, we got There's a we lot got of beer that needs drinking out Portland. there. Portland. Listen, it's some podcast got to do it. 
Yeah. Somebody's it's it's a dirty job, but somebody's gotta do it. Um so I'm very confused by this beer because it looks it had no head. No head. Nothing. No head. It looks like it looks like flat coke. It looks actually it's it's kinda bubbly. I mean Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's There's some it's, side bubbles. Yeah, it's very bubbly like a coke. I was gonna say it looks Coca Cola ish. Like when I look at like the top, the bubbles are like rising like kinda like Coke where it's, it's like fizzy. rising from the bottom. Yeah, it's fizzy. It's not like it's not a normal stout, which I guess it's not because it's a barley wine, um, <laughs> and a stout all combined in one. So, uh, w- so walk us through the flavors again. What's in it? What the what it's supposed to yes. taste like? So it's a stout and barley wine combination with marshmallow, vanilla, Oreo, and blueberry. Now, okay, f- for whoever's checking Untapped for me this week. I'm sure if you logged on there and pulled this up, it would tell us who this other brewery is that they brewed with. Because I am curious to know whose logo is a Grim Reaper on a boat. River Sticks Brewing out of Fitchburg, Mass. Okay. So it's rip, River Sticks? Yeah. The River okay. the Dead Cross. And that's the guy on the boat who takes him there. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't, know that that was a, I didn't know that was a thing. S-T-Y-X, like the band. Is that why the band, band is called Sticks? Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. huh? Listen, so much, so much. Listeners, minds just got blown. <laughs> Mind singular. My, yes, I guess yes, that's true. Mind sing- singular. So River Sticks at a Falmouth, Mass. You said Fitchburg. Fitchburg, Mass. Okay, so collaboration with them. Let's dive on in and see what this tastes like. I'm very curious. There's a lot of shit going on here. Again, it's marshmallow, vanilla, Oreo, and blueberry. There's a lot going on here. Um, I don't. I don't even know where to begin. All right, so let's start first. It's. It is clearly a barreled souls beer. It's that. It's got that barreled souls uh, carbonation level to it, which you know the one thing I I don't I'm not fully sold on with barreled souls is their carbonation. It's always slightly, in my opinion, overcarbonated. Um. But it also makes their stouts extremely drinkable because of the overcarbonation. Mm. It's very sweet. Um, almost, I'm not going to lie, it almost is has a little bit of Coca-Cola flavor to it. Huh. <laughs> um, like it's it's got like that weird super sweetness that Coca-Cola has. And that's obviously one of the key ingredients of Coca-Cola is vanilla. And that's kind of where this vanilla is kicking in with the blueberry to create that that sweetness. And the marshmallow, I guess. Um, and the Oreo. Yeah, I guess I guess all three. The sweet <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't act like Oreos don't have sugar in them. Right. Nah, they ain't sweet. <laughs> it's very, uh, it, it coats the mouth very well. Like it, like that sweetness, it sticks on the tongue. Um, and it's definitely more of the, the blueberry sweetness than, than like, you know, the earthy tones that you sometimes get out of blueberries. It's very, everything in this beer is sweet. But it's not overpowering. Which, as for as sweet as it is, it's not like, it's not sickeningly sweet. Like, you know how you have a, a stout that's so sweet that you're like, ugh. This is, it's good. You know, it hides the 11.3% ABV really well. Um, don't taste any any booze at all. I don't know if this is barrel aged. Um, you would think with barreled souls, it probably is barrel aged. But the bottle does not say that. Just souls, no barrel. This is part of their bottled souls collection. <laughs> well, that's, that's helpful that they have the river sticks. They probably caught it mid-river. Yeah, and shoved it in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Just they just mm-hmm. throw some bottles off the boat and they just pull them back <laughs> up, full of souls. Um, 
it's definitely the back end is definitely a lot more blueberry sweetness than everything else. I get no Oreo. Uh, maybe it's just like the chocolate flavor of the stout where the Oreo's shining through, but other than that, I'm getting no like it, like there's no like cookiness to it at all. It's I could see that being a tough flavor to pull out because you already have the vanilla, mm. which is like the other part right. of the yeah. Oreo that you might taste. And I'm pretty sure Oreos have vanilla in them too. Like not, not just, just the like the cream. Yeah. Yeah, right, not just the right, cream. Right. So it's like double dose of vanilla plus the, the blueberry. And then the marshmallow. I think the marshmallow just kind of gives it that stickiness, that, that, that tongue stick that I'm talking about. Because you can't taste the Oreo and the, and the marshmallow are basically non-existent as far as flavors go. Right. Which is a, which is a shame because I was really hoping to get some like cookiness out of here. And maybe it's too cold. It's possible that oh, it's too cold. Yeah. Um, it was in my, my kegerator, which I think is colder than Chris's beer fridge. <laughs> it's it's very cold in there. Um, well, you said it's not sickeningly sweet. I am worried if that's going to change also as it warms up. I feel like it's only going to get sweeter. I wonder that if that's the case too, and I will be curious. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna slow sip this one just because I do want to see what it's like when it's a little bit warmer. Um, I, you know, if if I wasn't trying to compete with Chris on the barley wine scale, and I was like, oh, I have one of these, I can I can bring it kind of as like a theme type thing. Then I probably wouldn't have drank this one. I probably, and if if I was going to drink, I probably would have pulled it out of the fridge sooner rather than later. <laughs> um, overall, it's really good. I do like this. I like the the mixture of the vanilla and the blueberry. The stout barley wine kind of makes it a little bit thinner um, than thicker. It's not like that stout thickness. The barley wine kind of half that. I kind of wonder if at some point in time, like the barley wine was brewed with some of the ingredients and the stout was brewed with two other ingredients. And they were mixed together. I just, I'm just wondering how they would do that. But I'm just, it's me just talking out loud. Uh, I really good beer. I think I'm gonna give it a four two five. Um, you know, granted it's too cold. Uh, maybe a four and a half if it was a little bit warmer. But this is the beer I'm drinking as as of now. Um, you know, as far as untapped diverse, I think I'm probably in the ballpark. People love Barrel Souls. Um, so zero to five bottle caps. <laughs> yep, that we learned their bottle caps and not little mini suns. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna stick close to what I gave it. I'm gonna give it a four to six. Well, I mean, unfortunately, if you go by the River Sticks Brewing entry, <laughs> you're way off. It's point two, you're point two six off. It's a four five two on that entry. So I don't know. It seems to be what it's gonna be. Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> what? No, well, the river sticks entry. I will say this: that there are 334 people who've checked it in under the Barreled Souls check-in. Okay, right. Yeah, and there's um, there's 62 that did the the river sticks brewing entry. Okay, and uh, my bottle's you know, from Barreled Souls. Well, I mean, no, but I mean, like, you don't yeah. want to, you don't, you don't want to, you know. So now that, now that we've told you the number of check-ins, we're, I'll give you a chance to change, to change your guess if you want. <laughs> Did I get a perfect score? Like, what's going on here? No, your point, it's a 4.27. Chris You're is just 4.27. Oh, son yeah, of a bitch. That's the so second week in a row. one off. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah. Now, I think we should average them all together. And see where we <laughs> where it ends up. It's the same beer. I mean, no, it's no, fair. because what happened is they poured their barley wine into this into the stout versus uh, the oh it's the river a, sticks. It's a, they poured so, the stout into the barley wine. So oh, it's, it's a different it's a, beer. 
you got you got your chocolate and my peanut butter versus you got my peanut butter and my chocolate kind of exactly. scenario. Exactly. Oh, so damn it. So the, so, I'm off of some so you're not messing with me. There really is a River Sticks version of this beer. Well, it's it's a River Sticks check-in of that beer. That's often that'll often happen with 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 uh, with collaborations. Is they'll well, each put I, one in. Yeah, I just yeah. find it weird that it says you know on the bottle it actually does say uh, brewed and bottled by Barreled Souls. I was give, I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm I'm very con- so that's that's pretty cool. I didn't know that that was yeah. out there. I, sometimes sometimes the collabs will do that. They'll they'll each have one of the same. So I wonder if, I wonder if there is a label of river a river sticks label on on that same beer. Wouldn't that be that'd be kind of cool. That would be, be really neat. cool. I'm really upset that I got. I'm off by point oh one though. That really, I'm so close. I just want another <laughs> correct score. I mean, like you know, you're just leaving the door wide open for Obert now. Like you know, yeah, it's true. It's wide open. Wide open. The elephant <laughs> wide can walk open. Door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, real quick, and I think I sent you guys a snap about it. But like, uh, I have a, a barreled soul beer in my fridge right now. They did a collaboration with Divine Barrel. I think oh, you. Cool. I think and, you sent that. And, yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, neat! I know, I know who this was. It's uh, I mean, it has, it's like a, it's a stout, of course, with like coconut in it. Yeah, it's, um, but it'll probably be the best coconut stout you've ever had in your entire life. It actually was pretty good. Um, Dana had one, and I kind of like slipped on it because you know she doesn't drink eleven percent beers as much anymore. Um, and it was, it was pretty good. I mean, even with the coconut, the raspberry jam did a nice job trying to mute it out. So, um, but." I thought it was pretty neat. I was like, oh, I've heard a lot about these guys. I've had a few of their beers. Like, this is pretty pretty cool that they did a collab like that. So they they are one of the best in the world at doing these barrel aged steps. That's very true. But uh, alas, I want to leave the door. I mean, door basically blown off its hinges. It's ready for Obert to walk right through. <laughs> so Obert, what do you got? All for right. Us? So I'm excited this week because I have a. Brand new to me, brand new to this area brewery with a delicious sounding beer that I could not pass up when I saw it in the store. And that is the Ride the Spiral Pineapple Orange Double IPA by Silver City Brewery out Hmm. of Bremerton, Washington. So I'd never heard of these guys before. I actually, I saw it on a beer list at a place I was having lunch. I'm like... Silver City, never heard of these guys. And then so I made a beeline to my beer shop, got some uh, got some beer. I saw saw they had it. And I'm like, this is new. You know, this is not one we had before. So, and, uh, you know, that's a style I'm excited about. Pineapple orange, double IPA. It sounds good. Yeah. yeah that's a lot of, it's uh, a lot of fruits in the name. I know. Yeah. Get your, get your antacid ready, you know. Yeah, did- really. <laughs> <laughs> so does it, does it say, like, did they add in? Like real pineapple and real oranges? You know, the can is pretty light on details. It does say women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of that risk of birth defects. That's good mm. advice. But um, not a lot other than that. It is 8% ABV, and it's a little 12-ounce can. So oh. It's kind of a cute can. Yeah. I feel like I'm drinking a little Budweiser or something. <laughs> so let, me, let me pull this on, up, on untapped and see if I can get a little bit more. All right, yeah, I cracked it open, and it's already the 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 foam is already trying to escape this can. So, uh, uh, so it may have real, <laughs> it may have real fruit. Um, 
Aggressive yet approachable Ride the Spiral Double IPA packs a tropical punch of fruit flavor with the addition of natural pineapple and orange essences with an interestingly hopped hazy IPA. Spiral out. Hmm. Yeah, as I pour it's... it into the glass, I definitely get super fruity aromas. Did you get that little pineapple chunk? No, little pineapple chunk. I wouldn't, if it didn't say on the can, I wouldn't immediately jump to pineapple. It's definitely like a tropical fruit punchy combination. But right. now they said it, pineapple, orange, yes. Check, check. Um, oh, it even tells you the malt and the hops that they made. Oh, nice. It is. It does have a little floaties. It is hazy. And it is uh, a nice darker hue. Some of the IPAs we've had on the show, some of the New England styles. This is definitely more of that uh, double IPA, I think. I'm already kind of guessing as maybe a little bit more of a West Coast then, but that could just be the orange too that's making it that darker color. Yeah, so Untapped has it as a new has it as a double New England style. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, well, like I said, super super fruity aroma, so much so that I want to drink it all before the the smell dissipates all the flavor because that's how it works. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna dive right in. Drinks a beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's boots, ooh yeah. That's more like it. Keep pouring. I have the German accent, and so of course I love beer. But how much can the good hold? Eins zwei drei, eins zwei drei beer. Nice. How much beer can it hold? I don't know. It could definitely hold this twelve <laughs> ounce, this twelve ounce amount of beer. That's true. Right away, it reminds me of if Magic Cat number nine was an IPA. Interesting. Oh, okay. I get those same I was that tangerine flavors that I get in a Magic Cat, which I like Magic Cat. It's a good one. I remember um, you used to be a, a big fan of that in college. I, 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 when I think of Magic Cat number nine, I think of you going to a college party with your Magic Cat number nine. I, For whatever reason, it sticks in my head as like an Obert thing. I could see doing that. I could see doing that. <laughs> I feel like that was probably I, Tina, but... I would have been right there with the number nines as well. It's a tasty beer. Um, definitely the best beer Badger Cat makes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, it never, it never struck a chord with me. Maybe now, now that I'm older, more refined. But I don't know for some reason. I haven't seen Magic Cat. Like maybe it's just I've just glossed over it. But I don't think I've seen them <laughs> in a package store in years. Yeah, same. I kind of want to like. They don't distribute to Montana, but yeah, I <laughs> right, kind of want right, to go right. like. I think I have to go seek them out now. Maybe I'll bring a number nine on the podcast. There you go. If hell, if they're still distributed in Connecticut, so who? How do I know? Yeah. Uh, so getting back to the flavor of this beer, I don't know if it's just a little too cold because I didn't take it out of the fridge until after we heard Ted's excellent review. But it's not very hoppy. Um, there's not. I'm not getting New England vibes from this, other than the fact that it's very fruity for an IPA. I'm not getting like a like a super aggressively DDH dry hopped bonanza of of hop goodness it's like i said very much more the fruit than the hops i'm I'm tasting um i think the best ipas are the ones that have hops that taste like fruit as opposed to fruited ipas um if that makes sense which it sounds like what you're saying is this is has real fruit in it it does have real fruit it's also brewed with citra and amarillo okay yeah i'm not getting like i said a ton of that citra Amarillo is much more of a mellow hop. I could see that being in this hop profile for sure. Um, overall, though, it's good. This is not a beer. It's 
very much clashes with what YouTube brought on the show today because this is light for being 8% ABV, much more of the, the crushable lawnmower beers than we have sometimes than, um, you know, a barley wine. Yes, makes sense. Yeah, so I don't want to dock it too many points because it is an exciting style. I'm excited about the new brewery, but I'm not going to try and let that weigh my untapped rating, just my excitement for something different. This is a 3.75, not quite a 4, better okay. than a 3.5 for sure. But um, there's better IPAs out there. This did come in a six-pack of cans. I think it was pretty affordably priced. Um, this is not one that's going to sell out, not one that I feel like is going to be hard to find. Uh, canned on, oh, actually, canned on 12.30. Still still in the three-month window, but approaching the end of it. It, do, it does say it's their uh, year-round offering. I believe that. Yeah, this is. I hope this is their flagship because it is. It's flagship worthy. Uh, and Bremerton's a cool city. They make ships. Is it a Silver City? Is that like why it's called Silver City Brewing Company? I don't think so. I don't think they really like had silver mines or anything. They just are out on the uh, the peninsula out there in Washington and Puget Sound, and I think they have a good a big shipyard. I've been out there before. It's a cool cool place. But uh, how many? check-ins did the ride the spiral get it has 4083 check-ins hmm surprisingly less than chris's beer yeah um uh, maybe their new maybe the, this distribution is is new for them maybe they're just starting to branch out and and up their their game but i'll take it over 50 um who man i got no room for error here the door is just barely open wide open <laughs> wide open for me to I mean it's no point oh six, right? Right. Um I think it's gonna be I keep on going back and forth between a couple different numbers in my head. The pressure's on. Uh, there shouldn't be. There should be no pressure now that Tud's with it Tud's at point oh one, but I feel it anyway. I'm gonna go with a three point nine oh. So you are close, but you're not close enough to beat me. Uh it's a three point eight two, so you're point oh eight off. Point mm. no, mm. oh yeah. I was that was one of the numbers. I'm not just saying that. I was like three point two, but I'm like, now nah, Untapped is always higher than that. <laughs> so I guess this was kind of a swing and a Damn. miss if if Untapped only given a three point eight two. Yeah, um, that's sad. Yeah, more in line with my rating of a three seven five. Mm-hmm. True. I thought uh, you know that was that was my that was my I was like stick with the three seven five. Just say three seven five. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. Um. But all right, all right. I guess. I mean. Unless we counted it from earlier when I said that we should just mark it on the board when I did it because it was so close. Like in the grand scheme of things, when you look at time as a whole, uh, 0.06 is not very much at all. <laughs> but you know what's even less? It's, it's 0.01. No, nope, 0.01. Nope. Well, I mean, basically they're the same if you think about it. <laughs> and uh, that makes that makes Todd's tonight, Todd is tonight's man of people. And as I put this tally mark on the board, I want I want an update on this slightly warmer Barreled Souls spear. Oh, yeah, yes. there we go. And then re, re-rate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have, I've, I've been thinking about how to, you know, as it's gotten a little warmer, what else to add here. And the, the only thing I can say right now is that so far the flavors have not really changed. Um, I'm still getting no, no like, Oreo cookie flavor. Uh, maybe a little bit more chocolate, but I don't know if that's the stout itself i don't know if that's the oreos doing that it has gotten a little thicker um that's definitely something that's happened as it's warmed up it's, it's become a little bit more stouty versus instead of barley wine and as that carbonation maybe fizz, fizzes out a little bit that might help no that carbonation's still there okay 
Uh, Barreled Souls is very good at that, keeping that carbonation. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing. Like I don't, you haven't had this type of, you haven't had a, a Barreled Souls stuff, but Chris, you've had it and you've I tasted have, yes. it. It's, yeah, it's a strange thing. It it it, it does it, the the mouthfeel that they have it, due to the carbonation is is is. It, I mean, the beer is very good. But yeah, it's, it is weird. It is weird. You don't expect it, but it, it punches you like that. So yeah, it's it's there. Like it's got to be one of their calling signs to have an aggressively carbonated stout. All right. Well, thanks for the update. Oh, so uh, just one quick aside. Um, you know, before we jump into the handles, I know that they're they're coming. Um, but uh, one of my uh, favorite local breweries has closed uh, closed its door for the last time. I want mm. to uh, say thank you to Fourth Creek. For if you're listening, great, amazing. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I they they made a long a bunch of long heartfelt posts on um, on on the, their social medias and things of that nature. Uh, basically, you know, the whole COVID pandemic it took a hard hit on them. So um, and even though I didn't go by there as much as I would have liked, uh, but uh, it, it was still a great place. Uh, fun vibes. The owners were great. Um, we've had them on the podcast a, num- a couple times. Um, uh, their Balloon Fest was one of my Oktoberfest beers a couple years back, and um, and their um, their Dank Mofo, which is their triple IPA, is one of the best triple IPAs I've ever had. I thought it was extremely extremely good. So uh, I'm very sad. Uh, it, it hits it hits me. You know, I, I feel like it's my fault because I didn't go there as much as I should have. And if you should blame honestly. Yourself. Yeah, the you amount of should. the amount of money I would have siphoned into it would probably have kept it afloat. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, having a, a brand new baby and COVID, etc., makes it hard. Um, but um, you will be missed. Uh, thank you so much for the memories. And you know, our sticker was up on that fridge from the first day I went in there. And every time we went in there, CJ would be like, "Look, it's Daddy's sticker," because um, he knows it's it's our podcast. So. Um, I, I, I'll forever remember you, and we love you, and uh, good luck on whatever future ventures you have. Fourth Creek Brewing Company, um, cheer, cheers to you. So that, that's, that's, that's all I had. I had, to, I, had to, I had to say something. I had to put it on, on, on record. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. All right, so I will uh, silently drink in their memory to the dulcet tones yeah. of Jordan singing <laughs> us into our Frosty Mug of Wisdom segment. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. One day we're going to have to get Jordan on so he can perform it live. There we go. Oh, man. It'd be like when a wrestler's entrance music is done live. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks again, Jordan. And it is time for our Frosty Mug of Wisdom segment. We fill up um, a metaphorical mug out of our freezer with literal advice, goodness, shout outs, uh, uh, praise, and admiration. And this week, Tud, with an incredible hundredth of a bottle cap off from a perfect score. Can't believe they're bottle caps. Is, yeah, there was a little bit of a discussion on the, the uh, 
the Discord, people are also not believing their bottle caps, but they are. Um, Tud, man of people, honk, 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 honk. Um, I'm going to give it to Chris first. Obviously. <laughs> As is tradition. Uh, all right, so this time, this week I want to put over a YouTube, uh, I don't know, a channel, but also, but one specific portion of it, um, a YouTube uh, interview that I saw recently. Um, and this is, you know, if so you're a YouTube wrestling video, a YouTube video. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and this is one that will appease to your wrestling fans, uh, more so than, well, pretty much wrestling fans. Okay. But, um, uh, but along, uh, I, I don't know for those of you that don't know, I don't know if I put them over before, but there, Pat McAfee has his own show on YouTube. Um, it's on, uh, he just signed a huge deal with somebody, but Pat McAfee is the next punter Fan- for the Colts. FanDuel. FanDuel. I figured it was. I thought it was FanDuel. I couldn't remember. Is he that one of the DraftKings? I don't know. They're all the same. Anyways, um, uh, so Pat McAfee was ex-punter for the Colts. He's a very uh, loud, uh, funny individual. I enjoy him quite a bit. Also, a, 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 a commentator for WWE SmackDown now. Um, but he's a he's a very fun personality to be around. Um, and recently, I stumbled across one of the videos where he interviewed Vince McMahon. So. Vince McMahon himself was on the podcast. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, from what I understand. So he, has, he uh, hasn't done one in twelve years. Yeah. So so it's it was it was kind of a big deal, and it was very very interesting, especially from a, a wrestler a wrestling fan's point of view of like how he looks at how the business runs and like what his mindset is on like what makes him what he feels like makes him successful and things of that nature. And like um, it was just a really really cool um, really really cool interview. Uh, so, uh, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, it, it, check it out. But uh, even if you're not, it, it is still very entertaining. It's a very good background of, like, the wrestling business and, like, just business in general. And, like, some of the stories that he was telling was, like, pretty cool. So uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. But it, it's about an hour and 15 minutes, I think it is. But it is, it's a really, really cool watch. It's a really good watch. Um, so, plus, I mean, that whole that whole Pat McAfee cruise. They're, they're, they're something else. They're wild. <laughs> they're pretty fun. Um, go, go Colts. Uh, so yeah, so check it out. Uh, Pat McAfee interviewing Vince McMahon. Um, it's, it's a little bit long, but it is, it is worth it. I, I, I was watching it the whole, it was, it's pretty entertaining. So, uh, check, check that out. I think it's funny that you called it a YouTube show. Cause like, I believe it's a podcast that's just on YouTube. I don't know because like, I don't. I definitely never. Li- if it is a podcast, I only watch it on on on, yeah, on YouTube. It's, it's PMS Show 2.0. I I've started listening to it recently, like consistently. It's, it's definitely it's on really every good. podcast app. I've been I've been I've been watching him for I guess like a couple years, like basically since about he started. Like he's so good. It's it's so fun. I, I enjoy it so much. He's he's very good. Um, but that one specific part is my handle. Maybe I'll use the uh, the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> Use the one episode like Christian... as the handle. Yep, yep. Got it. And then, and and then I'm going to go for the season. And then. <laughs> well, I will say I'm not a wrestling fan. I don't really know a lot about it. But, uh, you know, Vince McMahon, he is a meme. Several memes, I guess. He is a meme. He and, is a meme. And uh, it would be really interesting to hear just his whole perspective. And I, I, I don't know. I'll have to, I, it's not really my, uh, my scene, but I'm intrigued. I'll have to go check that one out. Yeah, have you ever yeah, heard you this should. interview, Ted? I did. I listened to it. Um, it also 
made me go back and listen to the other interviews that he's had recently with Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman. Yeah. I that I did that actually all today. So like <laughs> like so the fact that this is Chris it's it's home for you. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Chris Yeah, not so funny making Chris go first now, is it? Uh, no, it was, take that. it was pretty good. I liked it. Like I was like, wow, it wasn't like I just spent, you know, 3 hours, hours or 4 hours of my life today listening to all these interviews. Oh um, man, yeah. Well, I that's funny. I did it funny. on on a podcast app, by the way, through his oh, podcast, fair PMS Show 2.0. Well, you said three and a half hours, which to us is like eight hours, because Ted listens to his That's podcast true. at like 2.8 speed or something. <laughs> and, and listening to Pat McAfee at fast speed. He's fast. He's a fast he's talker already. Hard. I can't, he, that, I can't catch up with him at one speed. That dude is, he reminds me of... Uh, of Jimmy Hart, like the mouth of the, the mouth of the South, just yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. going off. Oh man, it made me miss wrestling. I don't watch wrestling as much as I do, but as much as I used to, I'm, it uh, makes me miss it. Makes me miss on, it. On a slight tangent here, AEW Revolution was last night, and it was fantastic. Um, I gotta watch it. Oh, um, so I'm gonna take the frosty mug of wisdom now from Chris, and I'll use my handle. Um, and my handle this week is the the new movie, The Batman. Um, it came out on Friday. Uh, March 4th um what was that I, I just want to say I don't know what happened I what was supposed to know what happened from the Batman oh that's right <laughs> that's right <laughs> I did say I was going to text Chris I'll text you after this <laughs> yes. so I even I even wore a t-shirt in celebration of my handle tonight oh it's my Batman nice. t-shirt I, I have to go so you know full disclosure last week my wife had COVID uh so she was not able to come to the movies and so I have to go back and see it again, and I am I'm I'm intrigued to go back and see it again because I I don't know how I don't know how, I, I'm still confused how it ranks up against like Batman Begins, which is the for those of you who don't know, i.e. Chris, it, that's the first Christian. Bale no, I Batman. know that one. That one. Those, okay. That, those Batman's I know. I know those okay. Batman's. So it is. If it's not better than, I, I don't. It's not better than than the Dark Knight. Um, it's probably not better than the Dark Knight Rises, but it's. It's on point to Batman Begins, if not maybe a little better. Um, it's a different spin on the Batman story. Instead of Batman being this like playboy billionaire during the day and Batman at night, um, this is kind of when he's still, he still he hasn't fully figured out how to be a billionaire. So he's still just basically the Batman. Um, he's a, It's more of a Batman detective movie. There's a lot of uh, crime solving and stuff like that, kind of diving more deeper into the comics of how the comics are actually written, where there's a lot of inner dialogue moments between Batman and, you know, while he's doing things and, and trying to be a detective. And there's a lot of detective work. And towards the end, you can kind of see where he, he learns, like he has to also have that other mask of Bruce Wayne in order to, to be who he needs to be for the city. Uh, it's an interesting take. You know, I was I was very skeptical with Robert Pattinson being the new Batman. Um, I still think of him as being a vampire from the Twilight movies. But he does fill the role very well. Um, if there's ever going to be a meme in, you know, Christian Bale was made fun of constantly for the voice. I think it's going to be, they're going to make fun of Robert Pattinson for his walking speed. Because he's like very slow and deliberate with everything that he does. Um... But I still think you guys should go see it. I think it got a lot of mixed reviews and a lot of bad reviews for no reason. It's by far not a bad movie. Uh, it's it's worth going to the movies. Movies are back to normal now, at least up in Connecticut. Um, probably down in the south. I don't know about Montana, but probably there too. So go check it out. Go back to the movies for the first time in forever and go see the Batman movie. It's 
I think it's one of those movies that you probably have to see in the theaters anyways because it's loud. It's got a car chase in it. You need that that sound system that you're not going to have in your house. Well, uh, Mr. Oscar is coming up in a couple weeks. And it sounds like we have a strong contender for world's okayest movie. <laughs> it's so true. So true. It- it might it might be. I mean, although I guess it wouldn't qualify until next Mr. Oscar. But right, 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 right. True. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There's always there's always some blurred lines <laughs> when when Oscars well, Oscar nominee season is. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Oscar, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean. To, uh, uh, you know what? I'm off the podcast. We'll forgive <laughs> you. We need some. We need a third co-host for the Mr. Oscars. So. Uh, you're That's you're welcome to, to come back, and uh, I am excited for those Frozen Hot solos. I know, I know. Yeah, it's you know you don't you don't think they take up a lot of room until you have like thirty of them, and then you're uh-huh. like, golly, where wow, are we gonna I put to all defrost these? Frost some of these hot solos. <laughs> <laughs> I need to set some of these hot solos free. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. so so Obert, I'm gonna hand the mug off to you. What all is right. your handle this week? I will top it off with a dessert. That's what everybody wants at the top of their mug. I went to a potluck for the first time since COVID started um, last weekend. And I was supposed to make an appetizer, but I was like, fuck that. I have a great dessert I want to bring. <laughs> because uh, I found this, this is one of those recipes that, uh, you know, you see going around online. And, and uh, it's a slutty cheesecake bar, but they really call it, delish.com calls it Oreo cheesecake bars. I guess they're trying to be more G-rated about it. But um, it's it's one of those monstrosities, an abomination against God that uh, is amazing because it's basically a layer of chocolate chip cookie dough, a layer of Oreo cookies, a layer of cheesecake, and then a crumbling of Oreos on top, cooked and then cut into bars. And oh, okay. um, I got to say it was – I was – proud that it was like the first thing gone at the dessert table at the potluck because it was that popular and it was that amazing and it was like you buy you buy like the log of chocolate chip cookie dough from your from the refrigerated section the the cheesecake mix is just you know cream cheese and some sugar and stuff and um wasn't that hard to make threw it together let it set in the fridge overnight and um people went hog wild for them clearly I would say make them, like, make a batch, cut some, save them for yourself, and then bring the rest to a party. Leave them there. (laughs) Because you don't need need a whole tray of these bars. And that was why I was like, this is the perfect chance I have to make something like this. Because if I leave these in my fridge, I'm going to eat, like, 10,000 calories of dessert (laughs) this week. Makes Um, sense. Yeah. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but if you want to be a hit at the next party you go to, potluck, um, St. Patrick's Day party, maybe. Slut fest. Slut fest. Bring slutty Oreo bars. Uh, They are amazing, and um, you can't go wrong. Sounds solid. Not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah. Yeah. They're like artery-clogging deliciousness. So good. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we're going to thank the brewers who provided today's beers. I will thank Barreled Souls and River Sticks for their forgetfulness and oblivion. I would like to thank uh, Trillium Brewing Company for their day and night blonde 
barley wine. And I want to thank Silver City Brewery for the Ride the Spiral. Please head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also, head over to Patreon. And for as little as a dollar a month, you get extra episodes of Drinking Alone with Friends. This week, we had a, a revisit from Obert on our pregame episode where he drank something that he made way back in December. Now, if you can guess what that is, you also know what he drank on this week's podcast. So head over there, and for as little as $1 a month, you get an extra 20-minute episode. This week's episode clocked in right at 20 minutes, I think. Uh, last week, Chris did the pregame, and next week I'll be doing the pregame. So, you know, every week we kind of rotate where somebody drinks an extra beer or beverage or cocktail or whatever. It's just a different way to give us to give you guys something else so head over to patreon.com slash dawf podcast for that please make sure you head over to apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review it really is another way to help people find our podcast and it is the best way that you know for free you can help this podcast grow and don't forget that or no and starting next week we are going to be giving out the the nominees for mr oscar 2022 um, so make sure you tune in next week so you can hear all the, the nominees and then please, you know, make sure that you go on and vote on our, uh, on our discord channel. So, you know, nice way to plug the discord there too. head over to discord, drink and with friends and join the conversation over there. Yeah. We're going to be sending out, uh, our ballot official ballots to our patrons yes. as well as having voting on the discord and the Instagram where right. you can chime in and let us know what you think the best moments of the podcast were in the last year yeah and and you know it's it's important it's important to point out that if you are a patron your vote it counts equally as the three co-hosts so um you know for just a dollar you get all that all that stuff Ted talked about plus uh, a heavy say in who wins six foot frozen han solos and uh, frozen han solos it's a pretty big deal it is pretty big deal Think about yeah, it. pretty heavy deal too. Yeah, I mean, Hans, uh, Harrison Ford is not not a, not a light individual. Carbonite's a pretty dense <laughs> material. Yeah. Also, also that. And so with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris, and I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. You know, good workout routine. Working out with that, that hot solo for the carbonite. I'm just a good way to get you know, swole. Yeah, I mean, I, hopefully we can convince uh, the LA Rams to. To, to haul them down the the, the, the the red carpet, you know? After last year? I, we, I don't know. If I don't we'll know. Do I, mean, the, the, I mean, no, the Bucks did it last year. The Bucks did it last year, and, you know, the Rams, listen, you got Aaron Donald. He can, he can handle two of them bad boys just right away. It's true. <laughs> and it is a hometown crowd, too, in L.A. That is true. You don't have that to go true. very That's far true. down to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's favorite, everybody's favorite time of the year, award season. Oscar fever. <laughs>